Welcome, guys, to the Recovering Reality Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Fredrickson. I'm glad you've joined us on the fastest growing recovery podcast out. Hey, make sure you subscribe on whichever platform you are connecting with us through as we are on multiple platforms. And hey, if you guys are looking for more resources to help you live out the best recovery possible, I'd encourage you to to check out the website at recoveringreality.com. Sign up for the email list. You're going to get access to free content, videos, our blogs, of course, the podcasts and online courses that we have as well to empower you and countless other people to live into the healthiest and most powerful recovery possible. Thanks for joining us, guys. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome, guys, to the Recovering Reality Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Fredrickson. Again, excited to just share a little something with you to empower you to live in the most successful and powerful recovery possible because no matter what space you're living in in your relationships personal life spiritual connection to god um, progressing your career chasing your dreams whatever it is okay there's more you are capable of more and there's more available for you and if that is believed the next question is okay how do i get there I'm glad you asked, because we go over a lot of that on this podcast, especially those of you that are um, subscribers and faithful listeners, you you know that. Um, quickly, you know, I wanted to say this, I speak in a lot of churches, um, I speak in a lot of places, I speak in businesses, rehabs, um, I speak in various different places, community events, but I speak in churches regularly, um, and... I know I've asked for some feedback from you guys before, and I don't always get it. <laughs> I don't always get it, but I understand it's we're busy and everything. I, trust me, I get it. I got run a business and have a beautiful wife and two kids and family, and I, I, I get it. But I welcome feedback surrounding the topic of, would you like me to put my messages from when I speak in churches on my podcast? I ask for one reason, one reason only. I would like to keep this podcast recovery-based and not every time I speak in a church is it recovery-based. So that is the primary reason for that. Any of you that listen to my podcast, know me personally, read my blogs, but any of you that know that, I'm, I'm this, the reason I'm asking is because I am not shy about talking about God. God's the connection to get to everywhere we want to go. That connection, that fuel is, is what's going to get us to where we really need to be. But this is a recovery podcast and not every time I speak in churches they focus recovery so I welcome feedback surrounding that and but today I want to share a little something because I just got done with a got done with a, a client and processing some things and helping them get to where it is they know they can be and the practical what does it look like to get to that space I love my job every day I work wake up and I get to work with people all over the world most are in America currently, but I have clients all over the world and I get to help them process with them, empower them, um, get more clarity on what are the practical steps to get to the space I know is available but have yet been able to access and abide in. And um, the reason that I am good at what it is I do largely is because of experience is because I haven't gone through so many things myself and knowing what does it look like what's practical 
okay? Most people, it's really easy for them to envision. Okay, let's say you, you draft up the blueprint for your life, okay? Um, you have a vision and th there's the practical, you know, it's like when I, when I draft a vision for my life, it's like I have a destination in mind of where I'm going, okay? But there's a whole bunch of different ways to get there. It's like when you got your GPS and you, you have your destination locked in, it presents multiple different routes, right? Even if there's like a traffic jam somewhere, it'll give you an alternative route. If there's a wreck, sometimes it'll pop up and say, hey, we found a route that's 10 minutes faster to get to your, th there's a lot of different ways to get there, but the, the blueprint is the, that's where I'm going, okay? Let's say you draft up a blueprint and let's put it in the analogy of like a, um, 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 architectural a, a blueprint for a sketch for like your dream house well it's really easy to draft up what you want your master bedroom to look like man I need a California king size memory foam I say that because that's the bed I have it's amazing very very comfortable but I would love a you know way nicer bed frame you know that, that fits this and does that and then I need this is what the bathroom needs to look like. I want a jacuzzi tub, and this is what I want the shower to look like. Plenty of space with the overhead faucet and shower nozzle, whatever, and da 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 da, da. That's, that's easy. That's the fun part. But here's the part that people miss or recognize but don't emphasize enough and don't really practically know what it looks like. Okay, here's the part that's missed. That's great, but you're never really going to be able to enjoy that master bedroom if you don't know how to dig a hole lay a proper foundation and put a structure in place and that right there is the practical application that, that's the part that I do with my clients okay this is where you want to go what is the practical next step how do we get you there what's the real time real actions mindsets that need to shift and actions and habits that need to be implemented or strengthened to get there and then the accountability and walking that out but here's what I, the, one of the big things I want to emphasize on this, this podcast is this, okay? You have to learn how to do what you don't want to do well so that it empowers you to do what it is you do want to do in excellence, okay? When my mind is locked into the vision of where it is I want to go, if a task is put in front of me where I'm above this, you know, I don't need to do this. I've done this for this is a waste of time. This is that, this is this. Look, all of us have done it, okay? All of us have worked jobs we don't wanna work, okay? And it was awesome and it was what was God was calling us to do and it was what was in front of us in that season. Having to do, th like, okay, I don't, I don't really like, like this morning, okay, can we just, I'm going to be real, real time. I'm a parent, real life, okay? I woke up at 6 a.m. and because that's when my son wakes up, my one-and-a-half-year-old, and I got up and um, a blowout. Parents know what I'm talking about. Just the diaper didn't hold everything that came out. <laughs> know you love hearing that, right? Okay, wake up. First thing I got to do, I'm still trying to, you know, get the, the – the the sleepies out of my eyes whatever you know i'm still trying to knock the cobwebs off um there it is i'm i'm cleaning him up and putting his clothes in the washing machine and putting him in the bathtub that's how i started my day do you think i want to do that <laughs> do you think you think i'm like oh man what a perfect way to wake up and then washing my hands when it all and then cleaning him in the bathtub and da 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 
but my mind isn't on the this sucks i'm above this i'm not dealing with this he's my son of course I, like i don't want to do it but it's my son why am i doing it because the bigger picture is him i'm taking him somewhere i know he's i know he didn't do it on purpose i know it's it's he's he's a child he probably doesn't even realize what he doesn't even realize what he did i get all of that but the principle applies okay i'm i'm fathering him i'm taking him somewhere and in the meantime he's growing and i'm cleaning up his messes to get him to that space now if he's 10 years old and that's still happening that's a problem but he's one and a half of course that's what's going on he's a kid he didn't do anything wrong nothing all right that's one example okay here's another one when i first moved out to here to ohio all right which was about a year ago i hadn't worked for an employer for about four years i've been doing coaching speaking different things okay um, which I, that's all I'm doing now. But moving out here, I really felt like that's what God wanted me to do for a little while. So I got a job at a treatment center for the first nine months I worked here as a recovery coach. As a recovery coach, getting paid $15 an hour before taxes with an insurance plan that, was, that I didn't even take because it was laughable. It was terrible. Better options on the free market. I just said, no, thank you. Okay, for $15 an hour, while still being a husband and a father and the provider for a family and running my own business on the side. No, I didn't want to do it. No, I didn't like going to work every day. But I saw the bigger picture, okay? That's what fueled me to get through it. I've gone over this in videos and podcasts and stuff. Keep your eye on the reward on the other side of it and it empowers you to go through the work that isn't that much fun faster and more purposeful and with more joy and with more vision. I know what I'm working towards. Okay? Learn how to do what it is you don't want to do well so that it positions you to do what it is you do want to do in excellence. So I worked there. Now, never would I ever mention the name of this treatment center in this context, and I'm, I'm never out to do that. I don't mention name. I'm not, not out to, I, I believe even people that need to be put on blast, it's just I, I don't do it. I don't like gossip. I don't like talking bad about people. So when I bring stuff up, um, it's generally speaking. And yeah, maybe there's people listening to my podcast that know the treatment center I worked at. So be it. Uh, this this is not an attack on it on that treatment center. This is truthfully, this treatment center did everything by the book, and it was ran professionally. Um, and this is just the way that it is in most treatment centers across the whole country. Most of the practices in there do not actually walk people into recovery and that's not even their main focus their main focus is making money which i'm a business owner i get it i really do okay if if the if uh, especially ones that have massive overhead i mean like tens of thousands of dollars a month in overhead ridiculous overhead okay i get it all right the business needs to run there is a business element to it or it's not even going to be available that that space won't even exist to help possibly help some people i i I get it more than most people think. But in the midst of it, I just would go to work every day and I'm like asked to do things that I know for a fact aren't helping these patients in any regard get clean and sober. Asked to do things where I'm like, this is a waste of my time. I could be at home building my business week and making so much more money. Or this is a waste of my time. Uh, I, when I get off work, I have two calls with clients and I'm going to be annoyed because I had to deal with this all day. Da, 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 da. But 
I knew I wasn't going to be there forever. I knew it wasn't the end stop on my destination. That is not my destiny. I wasn't going to make a career. I knew all of that. I didn't know how long I was going to be there. But I wasn't going to leave before God wanted me to. Okay? And I was going to learn what I needed to learn. In the midst of doing it, I learned a lot of things. A lot. I learned more about recovery because I was able to, way more about recovery than I knew even having gone through, you know, a decade of it now and worked with tons of people and dealing with it myself. Because I got to interact with addicts and alcoholics in their first month of recovery all day long, every day. Yeah, I got to learn some stuff about business. I got to learn about what I don't want to be involved in, in the treatment and recovery world. I got to see, I, I got to learn a lot, a lot, okay? And then... Even in the midst of it, at, um, as is normal in a lot of people that work on the front lines with people who are dealing with crisis, it's easy to get burned out. Okay, um, it's another topic for another day, but it's easy to get burned out when you're not taking care of yourself. And when you're working on the front lines and you're working for an employer, they, they really just don't, they could care less. That's so, they could care less. Um, and you get, burned out and it's just a job you're not even getting paid enough to pay your own bills and you're not even it's it's there's a lot of frustrations that surface okay but in the midst of that there was a window of time where a bunch of people quit this this specific job they just within like a two-week period of time there's like seven or eight at least that quit i mean like just didn't come in the next day or called and said no i quit or just walked out or whatever some of these people put themselves in financial hardship to quit and I wanted to sometimes, but I didn't. And I said, no, I'm gonna put my two weeks in. I'm gonna honor, I'm gonna honor this place. I'm gonna do this respectfully. I'm gonna do this right. I'm gonna do this the way God wants me to. And I'm gonna walk this, I'm gonna do what it is I don't want to do well, as best as I can, okay? So that it positions me to do what it is I do want to do and am good at and I'm gonna do the rest of my life in excellence and excel at it, all right? In walking out that process of nine months, all the things that I learned, doing the things I didn't want to do, but I did them as best I could, okay? What it did is it positioned me to leave there and not even miss a beat. And so it positioned me, my business grew during that time, okay? I learned a lot of things during that time. Yeah, it was draining. Yeah, it was frustrating and stressful at times and so on and so forth, okay? But when I left, I went from that space and immediately upon leaving there, increase kicked in. Immediately upon leaving there, which has been like two or three months now, maybe two, maybe coming up on three months, something like that. My my business is approaching the point, if things continue on the path they are, that in a short amount of time, I might not be able to take on more clients. I just got to juggle my schedule and um, get things. I, I gotta, I gotta, I'm just going to have to look at it real carefully, but I might not even be able to take on more clients in coming days, in coming months here because... I just there's only so much time I can put into it in a day, you know, and still have a family and get other things done I need to get done. And so it's it's a real quality problem to have, a real quality problem. But put it in light of everything, okay? The master bedroom, the blueprint was to continue doing what I had done before I went to the treatment center, but do it even on a bigger scale and more effectively, okay? So for four years, I had no employer. I was doing my own thing, and it was good. Um, it wasn't, it, it was... It worked, okay? Moved here. Things worked out good to work here. Got here, worked at the treatment center while still growing my business and working with clients, okay? 
got out of it, you know, did what I didn't want to do as best as I could so it positioned me to do what it is I do want to do in excellence. And now I'm in the space of living it, doing exactly what I want to do, doing it well, helping a lot of, helping way more people now than I was before and constant doors opening and constant new opportunities happening. Okay. So I put all that in context and like to simply say, what are your dreams? And what is it that you need to do in this season that you don't want to do, but that you can decide to do it and do it to the best you can, knowing that that's not the end stop on the destination. That's a stepping stone to get you there. Okay? That process, learning and growing in that process and it positioning you to do what it is you really want to do and do it in excellence and thrive at it. I'm going to end with this little piece here, okay? The process is vital, all right? Uh, most people want to try and sidestep the process and just get to the destination, and I, I can just tell you it's extremely detrimental. I'll tell you this right, you know, um, I think for most people it's safe to say if the fullness of my dreams, okay, everything I dreamed, hoped, wished for in life, the magnitude of it in my relationship, in, in my marriage, and with, my, with my kids, with my family, with my finances, with my accomplishments and career and all these things, okay? If everything I wanted to accomplish, I wake up tomorrow morning and God's like, boom, there you go. There's everything. That is actually going to be extremely detrimental and end up crushing me. I don't have the strength to hold it. Did you know that 70% of lottery winners are more broke within five to seven years than they were when they won the lottery? Seven out of 10 people that win the lottery within five to seven years are not broke more bankrupt and in debt than when they won the lottery. Why? Because something was given to them that they don't have the practical tools, they don't have the wisdom on how it was created, how to steward it, how to maintain it, how to maintain relationships, how to discern people that are coming at you with all sorts of wrong motives and, and boundaries to say, no, I want nothing to do with you, get out of here. The, the wisdom, the lifestyle, the understanding on how to create that is 100% void, therefore the magnitude of that blessing crushed them, didn't empower them empowered them in a counterfeit way for five to seven years, but then it all went away. More than, it went away even more so than what they had when it started. It's the same when it comes to walking out your dreams. It's in the process. It's in learning how to do what it is I don't want to do, but I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it well, that I learn how to grow into the space of doing what I really want to do and doing it in excellence. The process is priceless. And many people don't like the process, so they try and sidestep it or go around it or hurry up and get there. And then they are void of the practical strength, tools, wisdom, understanding, know-how on how to maintain it when it gets there. So I just encourage you, what is it that you need to do in this season that you don't want to do, but you know you need to do it to get to the space of doing what you do want to do? What is it? Because entering into that, facing it and dealing with it, that's your shortcut. See, there's this paradox. Most people think the shortcut is, well, I'll just get a big old loan for business. Let's find funding. We'll just, well, that stuff is, it can be needed. And I'm not against that, okay? That, it can be needed in its right context, okay? I'm just simply saying most of the time we're like, what's just the way I can sidestep this task I don't want to do this season of doing something and growing something I don't want to deal with? How can I just sidestep that and go straight to over, over on the other side? What's the shortcut? Here's the shortcut. 
do the task you don't want to do, do it well and learn from it. <laughs> That's the shortcut. Not only does it get you there quicker, okay, but you don't have to repeat the test. Also, when you pass the test, you now have the tools and the wisdom and the strength to prevent that issue from coming up again. And if it does come up again, you know exactly how to handle it. Going through doing the work you don't want to do is the shortcut to get to doing what it is you do want to do and doing it in excellence. So I know I broke off a lot there. You guys can chew on quite a bit of that. Listen to it again. Share it with some people you think it will encourage. And hopefully what it does also is it provokes you and gets you to ask yourself some questions about what it is, what is it that I need to do right now, myself included. What is it I need to do right now that I don't want to do, but that doing it and doing it well is going to actually speed up the process or keep me in step with the process of getting to where it is I really want to be and doing what I really want to do. So again, bless you guys. Thank you for listening and being faithful subscribers to the Recovering Reality Podcast. Share it with friends. Would love to interact with you guys and we will keep going living the healthiest, most powerful and successful recovery possible. Hope you guys have a wonderful day.